Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to License to View, your favorite weekly pop culture podcast where two best friends get together to talk about movies, comic books, anime, video games, mo- all that jazz, movie, other all stuff, everything pop culture. I'm one of your co-hosts. Yes. I'm Jason. With me, as always, is Zach. What's going on, man? You know, man, just another busy week full of pop culture shit and uh, not a lot of watching. We'll get into it, but... Um... I'll tell you what, man. It's, it, I feel like this week... It's it's every like every, I feel like every two months, three months, it's a really dry yeah. news week. Yeah, and this is one of those weeks where not much happened, and like, I mean, a couple cool things have happened or things yeah. happened. The biggest thing is this DC comic stuff, which I can talk, yeah. we can talk about later. Um, but what have you been up to, if anything? So there's a couple of things I've been up to. So I haven't been watching too much. Uh, just the weekly anime I've been watching couple things um still catching up on re-zero i like that show a lot uh the main character in that show uh became a scumbag which is interesting oh man it's it's weird because he's like a scumbag but he's like not a i don't know it's it's weird because it's i don't know how psychology i don't know how my psychology would be affected by like constantly fucking dying and having to relive the same day over and over again so it's like there's that mental strain that that takes on them too but it's also like he had like the argument with like the main heroine of the show and he was just like said like the most scumbaggiest thing ever and i was like how what the fuck is even going on right now well, there, there has to be the arc for the character yeah i assume so and that last ep- that last episode had some crazy fucking shit happen where it's like i don't even fucking know there's some weird stuff where it's like they're um because there's for a while there in like the because this is the director's cuts so they're like hour-long episodes oh, wow. so for the first like six episodes um, which is like the first half of like the original series. Um, there wasn't like too much. I mean, there was a lot of like him like doing death and repeating stuff, but it was like you didn't really see it like mentally take on him like that much. Like there was a little bit in like episode like six where you could kind of tell that like he'd kind of had it, but it seemed like he recovered. Um, but now we moved on to like basically like the second arc of the show, which is about like uh, this like selection for the next ruler of the kingdom and that's like what the main girl is she's like in this selection process and so um now he's in this now he's in his next loop of like dying repeatedly over again and it's like this loop is like probably one of the worst fucking ones which is like it's not him dying just it's like normally in the old loops it was like oh he would die and like maybe like one other person would die and it's like in this new loop it's like literally anybody that you've ever been introduced to in the show is fucking getting like horrendously murdered well, so, at least, I mean, at least it resets. Yeah. So it's like that, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. So that's that's an interesting part where the show's at. Um, let's see. What else? I didn't watch too much other stuff besides that. Um, I started watching a little bit of What's New Scooby-Doo because I saw that was on Netflix. Yeah, uh, fucking yeah. digging that shit. Um, it reminded that, me how good my, that fucking theme song is. Yeah, that's on my, my list too, my Netflix yeah. list. Yeah, so I that must have just got on Netflix recently. Oh yeah, I think this. Yeah, because I like month, just saw it maybe. pop up and I was like, oh shit, what's this Scooby Doo? Yeah, because the moment I saw that, I immediately added it to my my watch list. Yeah, so um, so I started watching a little bit of that. But what's better episodes. though? Hold on, what's better? <clears throat> Tell me. What's new Scooby Doo? Uh huh. Or uh, the original Scooby Doo? Or mm. uh, definitely Scooby- not the Scrappy Doo one. Scooby Doo when they're kids. Ugh. Oh wait. Is the is the the Scrappy Doo one? That's not when they're kids, right? Like he's I not think, there. I that's just like a, kids Scooby Doo. 
Because, well, he had, well, Scrappy had his own show. It was yeah. like Scooby-Doo and Scrappy 2, I think is what it was called. Yeah, I think there's, I think that show was bad. I think I think he's in both the kid one and when they're when they're the original ones. I feel like I don't know. I remember I remember really actually enjoying the one where they're kids. I like that one a lot. Um, I think I like What's New Scooby Doo more though. I'm trying to figure what the, I think the, What's New Scooby Doo is probably my favorite series. A pup there. named Scooby Doo. That's, That's what, what it is. Yeah, I like a pup named Scooby Doo. I remember watching because that was on that that was a show that I forgot last week because that was in that rotation of like fucking. Uh, after school Nickelodeon shows where it was like they would always play like a pup new a pup named Scooby Doo. They would play What's New Scooby Doo a lot and they would play What was the other big Nickelodeon show? I mean besides you know like that was, that, was that was Cartoon Network, I feel like. Was it? I, I thought feel like because it was a Hanna oh, Barbera. Oh, yeah, Hanna Barbera. Mm-hmm. Fuck. But to okay. me, yeah, so fuck. I'm looking at Wikipedia right now for a pup named Scooby Doo, and it kills mm-hmm. me because to me that show was, was rerun so much when I was a kid. Yeah, like it, it was always on the weekend mornings or at night or whatever. I feel and like it was always on, and I always saw a different episode. I don't remember watching a lot. There's of There's only 27 episodes. That doesn't feel right at all. Because it started. So it's like one season of the show. It's four seasons. Um, oh. Started in 1988, oh. ended in 1991. The first season was 13 episodes, then 8, and then 3, and then 3. That's, that's so fucking weird. But between the third season and the fourth season, there was like almost a year-long gap. Huh. For three episodes. That's, so weird. that's like some BBC-type shit. But for like a half-hour TV yeah. show, cartoon show, which is weird. Um, that's weird, man. Fuck. I felt like that show was way longer than... I feel like that's all these kids shows though, where it's like, as a kid, I thought they were way longer and we grow up, we look at them now and they're like fucking like 50 episodes or some shit. Yeah, exactly. Except for Power Rangers, that shit is even longer than that, I remember. That's, that's actually a long ass show. Yeah. yeah. I would, I, cause I remember there was a time when I was like going through Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and I was like, oh, it's like maybe like an episode, a season or two. And I'm like, no, no. it's like fucking a hundred episodes or some shit. Well, the first Mighty Morphin's three seasons. Yeah. Because it's, it's like... They have two. They have a cast change, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the, the rest of the shows become one season. Yeah, for like each Sentai becomes one season generally. Mm-hmm. But Mighty Morphin was like, yeah, we have money here, so let's keep fucking rolling. I mean, it worked out for them in the end. Now we'll, we'll change the cast because half the cast was complaining about toy merchandise money. Yeah, so we'll change that, bring in new minorities, and then we'll yeah. you know have a season in between where they're aliens and their kids and then they're ninjas. Did you see that news that um, apparently the original Jason showed up in like the last episode of Power Rangers or something like that? Yeah, I was seeing it on YouTube. They, they do it every now and then. Yeah, I think it's been a, I don't think, I think this is the first thing that's ever shown up though because they always do those like those legacy episodes, yeah, where like all the old like Red Rangers or whatever show up. Yeah, but well, I think that's the first time that like original Jason has shown up in an episode, right? No, one of the, he, he's, he's more sporadic, he's more rare. No, yeah. like Jason David Frank, where it's like every season they have. It's Jason like David every Frank fucking in. season he shows up at some point. I feel he like fucking like, loves Power Rangers, dude. Well, it's his money. It's his most, mm-hmm. the most money he gets. You know. Yeah. He lives off going to conventions and having people our age and older ask for them to sign his help their helmets. Yeah. Um. No, J- Austin St. John. I think the last time I saw him, I mean, I haven't watched Power Rangers, like American Power Rangers, in the in, in like a while. Um, but I think, uh, God, what's it called? Forever Red was a huge Red Ranger crossover from like yeah. 2003. I remember that. That was like, that, that was like, what was it? Like 20 seasons of Red Rangers or some shit like that? It was yeah, like, it was, fuck, it was, it was all the way up. It was the season for Wild Force. 
Was that Wild had, Force? Yes, Wild yeah. Force crossover, and they had all the Red Rangers, yeah, including the Quantum Ranger and Time Force, all that shit. Um, Time Force was such a good fucking series. Because I remember that Jason, he was there, he was like, you can't, you can't do without the original, and I was like, yeah. you know, and he was like, I love because they had um, Adam, mm-hmm. who was, no, um, what's his name? He's the, I love him because he's an Asian guy. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. John, Johnny, John? Oh my god, what's know. his name? Oh, hold on. He, he's Ichigo. He's, oh, he's I don't know. for Ichigo. Power Rangers, oh. Adam. Johnny Young Bosch. No, before I even before I even Googled it. Johnny Young Bosch is the actor. Johnny Young Bosch? Johnny Young Bosch. Huh. Um, he's, he's like a half Korean guy, so I, I love because he's an Asian guy. And there's always so many Asian people in Power Rangers. I mean, obviously Trini is there, but I mean, I'm a guy. Yeah. I'm a boy. But, um... Yeah, he was. He comes back every now and then, and I remember they redid the Mighty Morphin like Henshin sequence, mm-hmm. and it was fucking badass. Like, oh, it was like okay. the Morpher like splits open, and there's like lightning and shit. Oh, it was like so cool. And he was like, because obviously, with, like the original Power Rangers, there wasn't that many fireworks and explosions when they like would right. fight putties and stuff. So they added that for him, and he was like fucking tearing through dudes, and like Fuck he, yeah, he used the axe, and he was like smashing. It was fucking cool, man. That was fucking Damn. cool. But yeah. what were you saying about about uh, um, <laughs> Scooby Doo or whatever? Oh, I was just watching it, having fun with it. It was a good time. Um, the other thing, the other big thing that I was watching, and it goes into one of the things that I was playing, because there was only really one thing I played, uh, which is, um, I decided I can't play Dragon Ball, so I decided to try to pick up Street Fighter because the new net code dropped. Well, why can't you play Dragon Ball? I'm not good at Marvel games. It takes practice, though. I know, but I feel like it's. I feel like I'm just not good at using assists and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's too much stuff on the screen for me to worry about. I like Street Fighter, where it's like I have to worry about my character and your character, and that's all. I don't got to worry right. about assists or none of that other, none of that other nonsense. Um, but the netcode's still fucking trash. But I started watching old Excellent Adventures because I feel like every year or so I go back and watch a bunch of old Excellent Adventure series. Um, so I've been going through that. I've been going through a lot of their 2012 AE. Um, that original run that they did with K Bad and Infiltration is always one of my favorite runs. See, you know, it's uh, really weird because speaking of, this is going to get like um, nostalgic for Cross Counter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't want to talk about another YouTube show too long, but this is this is this was a big deal because to me, when um, when I first start, discovered like Gutex and like the, mm-hmm. and the FGC, it must have been like two thousand and like nine. Okay. And there, YouTube did not have fighting game content like that. It may have like yeah. some recording videos of like Justin versus Daigo, yeah, like stuff like that. But it didn't really have like series or like commentation yeah. and stuff like that. Commentaries, excuse me. Mm-hmm. But Gutex had a website and he had like a Third Strike and then Vanilla Four like yeah. guides. And he had a podcast he had that was like you no know, monthly or some shit. So I signed up for it. And then Cross Counter was originally a machinima like. Mike Ross, right. Gutex, Machinima series they did. And then mm-hmm. after they did the Machinima series, after they did that, they would go home and they would do excellent adventures. Yeah. So I remember watching it, like that, those first, like, I don't know, like year and a half, two years, when they were like going to Combo Fiend's house and going yeah. to like Filipino Champ's house and like doing all those, those super old excellent adventures, or those are really, really good. Yeah, yeah. like playing like, yeah, the Super SF4 was like. That was like, yeah. or whatever. This was it Ultra Super. I, I think it was Super. Super was probably back in Super, like. No, Super was the first. Super was the first one that had the extended roster, right? 
first yeah super was the so first it, major up them, them the playing game. super yeah. i remember like that was like and even before that before they super came out and they before excellent adventures was a thing gutex mm-hmm. released a like a bar fights like video okay. where they must have streamed it on justin tv or something like that or no yeah. whatever and it was like all the big talent in street fighter at this bar and they they commentated and had everyone doing the whole shebang and yeah. i remember watching that at, at like 16 15 being like man i'm gonna get good and then there was uh jace the ace was in it okay and he was like my age i was like oh man he's playing c viper and he's fucking good and then flash forward like seven years later i see him in like you know capcom cup and i'm like yeah well clearly someone took it more serious than i did (laughs) so sorry to interrupt you but no you're good no it's just i've been chucking through that um no i i saw speaking of bar fights i'm pretty sure that i was scrolling through my youtube feed because i still am subscribed to cross canada i think that he is hosting another bar fight somewhere i'm surprised you're still subscribed because i subscribed a long time ago Oh, no, I'm still subscribed. I don't know. I still roll through their stuff from time to time. Um, you know, it's just Gutex now when he posts stuff. But he doesn't even post stuff that often anymore, really, only when he, he's, like, sometimes he does, like, bar fights and stuff like that, so yeah. he'll do that. But other than that, he doesn't really post too much anymore. Um, well, so how's your Street Fighter? You said the netcode sucks still, but how, how's your thing? The netcode sucks, but um, I started playing Laura, and I like her character a lot. I like her design a lot. Yeah, well, but duh. I also like the I like the way she plays too. I like the because I've never been a huge um, grappler character. I mean, I've always kind of liked a few of them. Like I liked playing Abel in uh, uh-huh. Street Fighter Four, and there was um, there's a couple other characters in other games like uh, that are like quasi grapplers. Like Laura, that Laura, I, Laura has Rekas, right? No, she has the um, she has a. It's basically a shoulder with an ender, so she has that. Oh, okay. So it's like. It's kind of a Rekka, but not really. It just has like someone, one. I thought to it, someone. But... I thought a five character had Rekkas. Uh, Karen has Rekkas. That's who I. Them. Ice Girl. Yeah. No. That's who I'm thinking. Um, of. blonde. Uh, drill. Drill hair. Oh, okay. Who's the Ice Girl? The blonde girl. Ice too? Girl is Colin. Colin. She does Ice. Karen. She's Colin. got the. Yeah. Same I know. There's shit. a lot of. There's a lot of similar names. So I've been playing Laura, and I also like playing her just because I haven't been using it too much, and I need to start using it more. But she's like one of the few grapplers that like has a fireball, which is interesting. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of her stuff is cool to play with, but um, I, I think I'm probably gonna have to get off her for a little bit because right now I'm still just like I just realized how bad I suck at like neutral, and so I need a character that like is decent in neutral, and that's not Laura. Right. So I'm probably gonna pick up somebody else. Um, I liked. I liked playing with Seth a lot. I might go back to him because he has really good pokes in neutral. So I might just go back to him just to like get used to neutral and then go back to Laura. But um, but I'm having fun playing that. Um, besides the shitty fucking netcode, I wish they'd fucking fix it, dude. They just I wonder what's when they're just gonna make a new game. It's got to be like this year because Street Fighter Five has been out for like five. I think this is like the sixth year because I think the beta dropped when I was still in college. So like what it. I think the beta for this dropped in like 2015 and i think it released like early 2016 so it's got to be like five years or something like that because how much but, I mean, more can this we, was like... it because uh fucking championship edition is like capcom has said like this is the final version like we're not doing any more updates and when you say that that means yeah. you're releasing another game so i'd be curious to, i would like them to go to like what what do you think would be a good i'd like for them to go back to the street fighter 4 art style because that like game like look great compared to this fucking i hate the what do you street think fighter. they should do in terms of like gimmick 
like sit like like I don't know. I did. I don't like focusing. I even though I thought focus I don't was like cool. focusing. I. I, I'm getting more used to V-Trigger as I'm like going through... Because when I first started Street Fighter Five, I fucking hated V-Trigger and V-Trigger Canceled. But I, I, it's easier to V-Trigger Cancel than it is to Focus Dash. Focus Dash Cancel. Um, so I don't want Focus Dash. But I don't know what new gimmick they'd have. Because I feel like... I think just go back to straight up parries. I think, yeah. I, I think, think, you just I think need that makes the game like... like to me, because V-Triggers are different for everybody, of, right? V triggers for everybody, but I'm also just sick and tired of them having stuff in their games where it's like, we have this mechanic that's a comeback mechanic, but really people just use it to fucking cancel and make longer right. combos. Like, well, I'm sick I, of that I feel shit. like that's what that's why Marvel Three was dead because you could just you know, you could get somebody in a touch of death combo with like th- yeah. ten characters in that game. Because wasn't it? I don't remember. I haven't played. I haven't well, that's played. what that's why I don't want to play Dragon Ball either because now Dragon Ball has that shit where it's because like, you could just wait. But in Marvel, you just wait till you had one man alive and then you would just have like compounded whatever it was called, right? That's what's yeah. It was the compounded X factor, and that's what fucking Street Fighter or that's what Dragon Ball has now because Dragon Ball has the new mechanics in season three was they already had the compounded the compounded like X factor basically. But now also when you have one last character, they get a damage boost. Okay. So you get a damage boost on top of the compounded X factor plus EX meters in that game now only cost a half a meter instead of a full meter. So it's like, and you get like seven bars. Of so, meter in that so, game. The, so you can just like spam shit like all fucking day. Cause I feel like with, uh, with like third strike, like parries. Yeah. It made everybody honest. Mm-hmm. Like if you were good at pa- the only difference between, if we had two equal players, like if you and I played, yeah. we we're on the same level, but yeah. you worked on parries and I didn't, that was the defining, the game changing thing. Yeah. And that's, I think that's unforgiving, but also like, well, then you need to put time in. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's easy to lab parries. All you gotta do is go in, you have the dummy repeated action. Yeah. You just keep doing it until you've got the timing down. And just understand like what moves hit low, higher, whatever. Yeah. You know. I think that I think that's a lot more honest than like having to learn all these V trigger combos and like crazy shit like that. But I know we're probably in the minority because I watch people like Max and he's like, I want more crazy shit, and I was like, No, I want like less crazy shit. <laughs> I want a game that I like. It's easy for me to like. I mean, I'm not like saying like it has to be boring, but I want a game that's like it doesn't. I don't need like focus dash cancel ultra type of shit. And also, I mean, fighting games in general. Once they get to that point, I'm already like lost. Yeah. I, I don't play fighting games like that. I'm not, I don't put the time in. I mean, I can understand it, and I. Yeah. But I don't put the time in to like actually learn how to like do any of those DHC combos or infinites or you know FADCs or anything. Like, I don't fucking put yeah. the time in, so I don't. It doesn't matter to me. I yeah. think the concept of that system to me is like kind of. I, I get your, but if if you like FADCs weren't meant. Were they? They were meant to be broken, right? Like they were in tutorials, weren't they? Um, I don't think it was originally in the tutorials. Like the the act of a focus dash cancel. I don't think it was originally in the tutorials. Because I feel like the I feel, like, vanilla, I feel like the Ryu. But I think it can super. They were. Because I feel like the Ryu FADC, the basic one, was in tutorial mode. Was like it uppercut I FADC know. into into ultra uh, Kamehameha? I feel like that was. It's in, possible. I know that Reuse was like one of the first ones ever discovered where it's like you could fucking focus dash cancel an uppercut and get the ultra off. So if, I I don't remember, but I feel like if if you're putting in systems in your game that are meant to be convoluted, I mean I yeah. kind of I kind of just don't care about that. Yeah, I mean that's just I don't know. 
and for for me at this point, it's just like I don't got a lot of time in my day to like worry about like trying to lab like three hours of like focus dash cancel practice. Yeah. So I don't really. If you got something complicated like that, like I really don't want to play it. That's why I'm interested in Grand Blue because Grand Blue is simple. Like there's not weird like focus dash cancel shit. Like you've got special moves. You got EX special moves, and if you use an EX special move, it's got a timer. That's about all you got. Right. And that's simple, and it's all about footsies, and it's easy to understand. And it's like it really makes me want to play that game because it's something that's... that like I could easily like lab a couple hours in and like not have to worry about like complicated shit and actually like get good in it that's why i just play dive kick dive kick two button game that's why i play tatsunoko versus Capcom. jump jump kick that's so, all you got all right no. what, else, what else you got going on so i got that and then uh, the last major thing that i want to talk about this week is that um actually just before this podcast uh i caught up on b stars the manga okay i read all 166 chapters that are out right now um Shit's fucking wild, dude. Man. Shit's fucking wild. Um, I'm really fucking enjoying it. Uh, the author just went full JoJo in the past, like, five chapters, which is fucking insane to me that they actually fu- – she actually fucking pulled the trigger. <sighs> like, they actually have legitimate, like, fucking, like, stands that are about to be introduced and in, like, the way you fight people, which is going to be fucking oh, – there's, fight- there's fighting in this? Oh, there's super rat – Lugosi is, like, his main – it's, like – Lugosi's at the point in his life where um, I, because where I left off last time was when the murder mystery started and so there was also like kind of it was always kind of like violent but there, fights didn't actually start happening until about like where I left off last time because it was like after that point um, once the murder mystery started there wasn't that much of a murder mystery he figured out who the murderer was in like 10 chapters mm-hmm. and then the next 40 chapters after that we're figuring out how the hell he was going to beat him up because it was a fucking giant bear He's like, uh, I can't fight a giant bear the way I am so right now. So, excuse me, real quick, hold on. Yeah. My, no, you can't give him this information and That's not true. answer this next question I'm going to ask okay. you. So, he discovers that, the, spoiler alert, I guess, that yeah, the, guy, alert, the guy who kills whatever the thing is, antelope, yeah. deer, whatever. The it was an alpaca. Alpaca. Yeah. A bear, a, a student, a bear student? A bear student. Why did he kill him? Club killed. Um, so. There's actually a really good explanation for why he killed him because in the society, like the the way carnivores have to act, they you know they always have to just try to be careful around herbivores, yeah. and bears especially do because bears are so big and so powerful and muscular, mm-hmm. and so in the society, bears actually have to take like muscle like suppressors right. like a medicine, um, and apparently it has like really bad side effects. Like if you're over a certain height as a bear, you have to take the the medicine and it gives you really bad side effects like migraines and bad headaches and stuff like that. And so the bear was doing that and like the only way he could get rid of it was through honey or something like that. And so um, one of the alpaca ended up like seeing that he like wasn't doing too well and like ended up just like talking to him and befriending him and whatnot and just like trying to figure out like what his deal was. And so um, during that process, the bear just kind of like wanted to the, – the explanation was – and I mean he, he just sounds crazy. But he, he wanted to like just show the alpaca like his true self like as a carnivore like without the the muscle suppressants because he, he figured the alpaca like just saw him as like a regular like person. He didn't figure him as like a scary bear or anything like that. Um, or he saw him as a scary bear, I think is what his thing was, because he like finally like freed himself as a carnivore or whatever. So he st- he basically burned his muscle relaxants and showed up 
in front of the alpaca and like started talking to him and then he fucking ripped the alpaca's arms off uh and so the alpaca like ran away from him and then he had this delusion where like the alpaca was like accepting him but he really just fucking like ate him because he went wild because once he tore his arm off mm-hmm. and he smelled the blood like his bloodlust just took over and he like ate the alpaca whole but yeah so my so it's pretty I fucking ha- intense i asked all that because i, cause I don't care about that this, this is what I care about. And this, okay, I asked you me. for that information because I had to know this next part. Tell me. You said that they discover – he discovered who did it. Okay, mystery, mystery figured out. And mystery then the next out. 40 chapters is the main character who's a wolf. Yes. Trying to figure out how to fight this bear. Now, in my yes. mind, I'm thinking training arc. Now – It is a training arc. Now, is it an actual training arc? Uh, yes, because he there ends up he ends up meeting uh, very early in the series he meets a giant panda, who works in the back alley market, which is like the black market where carnivores can actually eat meat because you're not supposed to be eat meat in this world, and so the panda patrols it like making sure that any carnivores that like get too crazy he basically like takes them out and like tries to rehabilitate them, so he trains under the panda. Basically, a, a, a lot of his training arc is, like, trying to, like, figure out how to, like, suppress his desire to, like, eat meat. Mm-hmm. Like, trying to grow beyond that. And so that's a big part of his training arc is, like, meditating and learning about that. But he also just learns, like, fighting from the panda. Um, but, yeah, he has a definite training So arc. where does the stands come in? That's, like, a whole 60 like chapter. How, where, how does that – how is that fucking brought in? So there's – that's the new arc that we're in right now, which is – I think it gets introduced about – 20 chapters after uh, he finally defeats the bear. Because once he defeats the bear, he had... Spoiler alert. This is like spoiler alert for all of Beastars, but I can't... You're asking, so I can't explain it without it. But during the fight with the bear, he ended up having to eat his best friend's foot. Because his best friend is the deer. He ended up having to eat his foot because he got so fucked... Because even with his training arc, he just got completely fucked up by the bear. Because bears are just that fucking strong. Um, and so the only way he could like kind of recover was to eat meat. So he had to eat his friend's foot. And so since he ate his friend's foot, he got labeled as a predatory did, animal. Did, did his friend, is his friend okay with that? Yeah. His friend like offered to him. He was like, eat my fucking foot. Um, so, um, so once, but once he ate the foot, he was just, he was labeled as a predatory animal by society. So he dropped out of high school mm-hmm. and now he's living in like in the real world. And so that's like the next like 25 chapters is like him, like moving into a rundown apartment and like trying to find a part-time job and like just trying to what live. What about in the his fu- family? Uh, he only has his grandpa who another spoiler alert is in a Komodo dragon because he is a wolf. He is three quarters wolf in a quarter Komodo dragon. The main character. Yes. The main character. Okay. And that's kind of where it gets his fighting ability from because his father was a candidate to be the B-Star along with the horse. What is the B-Star? So, what, is, what is the B-Star? A B-Star is – so I thought that the B-Star was just like a high member – high-ranking member of society. But B-Stars in this world are like – they're like fucking like All Might in My Hero Academia. Like they're the fucking like protectors of the peace. Like they're the symbol of peace. Like they – like the B-Star right now is the horse who is the best friend of like his grandpa. So are there and, powers in this? Like what, what's going on? So right now he doesn't have powers. But are there powers? They just like kind of introduced powers. They just introduced this. Like literally like five chapters so ago me, they just introduced Let me powers. ask you this. Are they ch- – no. is this genre changing? Yes. Like it started out as like a fucking like It romance, started off as dramatic... like a Degrassi and it's quickly turning into like – I would say it's almost like – or no. You know, I thought about this week. It's not even Degrassi. It's fucking Riverdale. That's what the fuck it was. Right. Like the first part was like Riverdale. 
now it's starting to cross between like Riverdale and like part like supernatural JoJo type of shit. Okay, so how does the horse fight? The horse fights. He's got fucking strong ass legs, dude. You seen but a horse kick he ha- somebody? He has like stands. No, he doesn't. So the only they no the stands just got introduced. So the, the, the horse stand, has, so horse has the hockey. Only, the stands got introduced because uh, they were in the back alley market. Like him and his friend Deer, Lewis Deer were in the back alley market for some reason. Uh, and Lewis went to the old place because he used to be because in the back alley market there was this market where like young animals were sold as like livestock and like food for like other carnivores and so he went lewis went to the place where he was raised uh as a young kid before he was bought by another red uh another deer and basically raised as a deer's son um but when they were in there they stumbled into like a, a basement area where two uh animals that lewis grew up with in like that livestock area were living and the bunny rabbit that lives there fights in like the back alley, like basically like MMA, MMA underground ring. And the way that she fights is that she uses basically a stand power so that she like projects like more. She basically like does like a stand, like she projects a stronger like spiritual energy than her opponents. And that's like what allows her to fight or whatnot. Okay. So, so hold on. what is this? What's the, what's the. Hold on, I'll show you the fucking excuse me. Uh, star stands. Excuse me. Oh my oh, gosh. Imaginary. There we go. So how does, he beat, how does this... he beat the bear? So oh he beats the bear before the stands. He just he beats the bear, he goes into a fight with the bear once he eats the meat and he uh basically once he fights the bear and he eats the meat, he like fucking like square he does the fucking um I've seen it in fucking anime before. He does like the fucking one punch to his gut and it like, he doesn't kill the bear. He just like knocks him out, and then the bear gets arrested. So the bear's so, in jail. Hold, real quick, hold on. Let me get this straight. Mm. You're telling me there's no other place to eat meat in this fucking world? No, no other place. all carnivores besides the. Unless you go to the back alley market to buy meat, the only place you can, the carnivores eat like eggs. They eat beans and they eat tofu. Like that's where they get protein from. Besides that. So okay, oh. so main character. Lose, lose here's light. the here's the panel that shows where stands are introduced. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Okay, I'm about to send it to you. All right. Where the fuck is this chat? Okay. All right. That's what the fucking stand looks like. Yeah, that's a stand. Yeah. Was that is that a wolf? So the way that she explained it, it was that. Um, it's a panda and a rabbit mixed together. Because the way that they explain stand powers in this is that you project a fighting spirit of the animal that you like. It, it's the way she explained it is that you project uh, the feelings of it. Uh, you project an animal that you have like strong feelings for, and you basically like use like their basically like spiritual energy to like power yourself up or whatever. That's the rabbit. And so that's she was trained by the panda that trained him, and so that's why hers is part panda, part rabbit. That rabbit. So that's why. So... That's the one that he's trying to fuck. No, that's not the one he's trying to fuck. This is a new rabbit that was just introduced. Okay, so hold on, hold on. What's? Hold on. So. But they're called an imaginary chimera. So Beastars horse. Oh yeah. Um, What's yeah. his name? Yaffa. Here, here's the horse. <clears throat> All 
It's taking me a little bit longer. Who's Gosha? Gosha is his grandpa. That's the Komodo dragon. That's his grandpa. He's a daughter? Who's his daughter? Liano. I'm, I'm on a Wikia right now. Liano is uh, Lugosi's mom, who is okay. part Komodo dragon, part wolf. So She's how happening. much fighting is there in this? Uh, like legitimate? Like I should read it because I want to watch. I want to read fighting or is it just a couple fights? There's not that much. It's not like a fucking typical shonen where it's like constant fights all the time. But there are fights. They're fucking violent as shit. Well, because do and you the know... current arc, I think you would like a lot because the current arc, he's going up against a cheetah gazelle hybrid. Because you do it's know who the manga's dad is, right? Didn't she? Did I? I? I, I remember reading that he's super famous. I can't remember what the I'm, fuck he did. I feel like he's the guy who does Baki. I yeah, he is. Yep, that's right. So yeah. of course, I would assume that when it comes to fight scenes, that like. She should have like the most accurate like guy to help her make good fight scenes because her dad makes like one of the longest running her fight scenes are pretty fucking good. Okay, well, I mean, I'm having fun with it, dude. I have, I mean, I fucking blazed through it this past two weeks. I just I've... want, I just want to know how this wolf, this a uh, wolf, um, bear fight goes. It's it's pretty good. How there's no lions. There's a lot of lions are like the mafia in this fucking world, the back alley market. So they have their own mafia group called the Shishigumi in the back. Alley. So there's a lion mafia. There's a red fox mafia. There's a leopard mo- mafia. And there's a Komodo dragon mafia. Um, that his grandpa was a part of. The what? That his grandpa was a part of. No, his grandpa wasn't a part of it. Bullshit. How do you miss that? His grandpa was a B-star. He was a good guy. His grandpa, a bad wa- guy. His grandpa was a B-star. He was he was a candidate to be the beast. Okay, okay. He was a candidate to be the beast star, and then he gave it up because he fell in love with the Goshi's grandma, who was a wolf. Who was a wolf? Yeah. Oh my god. You well, you can't you can't have families if you're a beast star. No, you're constantly fighting to protect the peace, dude. Who are you fighting? Who are you fighting all the time? Criminals, carnivores. But what? But aren't they carnivores too? Who? So beast stars can't be carnivores. No, P-Stars can be carnivores, but you still fight. I mean, it's criminals. It's bad people that do bad stuff. It doesn't matter who they are. But you you said he was fighting. You said, I said, who are they fighting? You said they're fighting carnivores. I'm like, so they only A lot of the criminals are carnivores in this world. Okay. Okay. I would say it's like 90% carnivores are the bad guys. So where are his parents at? They're dead? Uh, His father, his mom, Lugosi's mom just slept with his dad because she wanted to have a baby because she was turning... As she was growing older, she was becoming more Komodo dragon, and apparently she was very self-centered about her image. So the fact that she like started getting scales, she was like she basically became suicidal. And so once Lugosi turned like twelve, she killed herself. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's dead, and her his father was like just basically somebody that she fucked. That was a, his dad was a pure wolf. His dad was a pure wolf. <sighs> so right. that's why he's three quarters wolf, and he's gotcha. a quarter Komodo dragon. And then uh, his kids are going to be like an eighth Komodo dragon, a quarter. Or a half, one two thirds wolf and two thirds rabbit, which is like the oh, most. Oh, kid. He, he has kids coming. No, he wants to have kids with the rabbit girl. Yes. Oh, come on. The fuck me, dude. I hate the rabbit girl. Like after this last chapter, I like I fucking. Ever since he left high, I mean, I hated her when he was in high school, but like as he's left high school, I've like I've hated her like so more. So what's more. his ultimate goal? His ultimate goal right now is that he wants. Um, 
Oh, I mean, now in the current arc, his ultimate goal is that he wants to take down the gazelle cheetah hybrid. Or, yeah, why? cheetah. But why, though? Because uh, he's uh, indiscriminately killing herbivores. Because uh, the way they explain it is that uh, if you're a hybrid, for some hybrids that are like carnivore uh, herbivore hybrids, like like the, the villain is, um, apparently the way the character describes it is that he has an irrational fear of carnivores from being a herbivore. But he also doesn't want to eat herbivores. Instead, he just wants to fucking, like, indiscriminately kill, like, any herbivore he sees for the most part. And so um, when they first introduced him, he was, like, running, like, an elephant tusk trade. Because, like, for some reason, like, the real world, like, medicine shit of, like... Because there was a bit in that in the back alley market, too, where it's, like, people, like, buy, like, alligators and lizards and shit for, like, healing properties and stuff like that. Mm. And so, like, the ivory trade is, like, a real thing in the Beastars world where, like, people, like, sell elephant tusks for, like, medicine and shit like that. Right, right, right. So that was so that he was running that, and so that's like kind of the thing where like the horse recruited Legosi to like try to go after okay. his hybrid. Okay. Okay. But that's his current goal. But I mean, his ultimate goal is he wants to, he just wants to protect the animals that are important to him. It's like the typical shonen shit where he's like, I want to protect the people that matter to me, so and how, also I want to fuck rabbits. So. Lastly, before we move on, mm. how many chapters do I have to read until he starts practicing training to fight? Um, I think it was around 60. Oh, man. It's quite a deep dive, dude. And I know, I know that you said that you didn't like the art at first, and I think those first couple chapters are bad, but I think the art has gotten a lot better as I've been continuing to read it. the first 60 chapters is just talking, like emotions? No, there's some violent stuff in there. I mean, especially the stuff with the play. There's a lot of, um, I mean, Lugosi as an animal, like, once he gets into Haru and, like, all of that stuff ends up coming about. He's a very violent animal, so he gets into fights quite a bit. But there's not, like, big fights. Like, the bear's, like, the big fight. Um, he gets into certain other fights with, like, lions and shit like that. And, like, Louis has a great arc where he becomes, like, the leader of the lion mafia. It's great. Louis is great. There's Louis is a deer. He's oh, a deer okay. that becomes the head of the lion mafia. So that was that's a great arc, too. Um, there's great stuff. It's such a good series. All right. And Pat and... Pat approved from Super Castle Beast because he also, well, he didn't read it. He started watching the the anime and he really liked it too. So, all right. Well, what else you got? That's basically it. Um, the I have a couple of things that I'm looking on reading because I went to. Um, I actually saw a cool event that um, on Facebook and so I ended up going to it. But there was a, a comic book store in our area that they have a warehouse. So they had a warehouse sale that I went to yesterday. So I got, I got like 10 trades for like 40 bucks, which is awesome. So I got a bunch of like IDW stuff like here. I'll I'll show you. I got a couple of things that I'm like going to read through. I don't, I've never heard of any of these before, but it's like, I got like Memorial. So cool looking art. I got this thing that I'm like fucking jacked for Met candidate. You I've seen that before. Yeah. I've read it though. Um, Let's see, what was that? There was a couple other these, like, Vertigo has, like, they had some, like, hard crime graphic novels. Well, I want to see them. Show me what you got. Oh, I got hard crime, some stuff like this. And there's another one, Filthy Rich. Okay. There's a couple of stuff I'm going to read into. There was another fantasy one that I looked up. That was, it's weird, because it's like, I don't want to start stuff from the middle, so I was trying to find, like, volume ones of stuff, or stuff that only had one volume, and there really wasn't a lot of it, but found this cool fantasy one. The Black oh, okay. Dragon that looked interesting. 
And then I, cuffed, I picked up a couple of vertical, Vertigo and the image stuff. I tried to find some Invincible stuff, uh, but I really didn't have anything that wasn't like way past where I fucking read. But I found, uh, I did find volume one of Federal Bureau of Psychics, which I've always been wanting to read. And then I found this. I'd never heard of it before, but I wanted to start, I was going to start reading it. It's called Godland. That looks really yeah. cool. Is that, um, that's not Donny Cates, is it? Who's that? Godland is Joy Casey and Tom Scioli. Okay, okay. But yeah, so I picked up some interesting stuff that I'm going to be reading probably. Hopefully I'll have like a couple of them read by the next time we do a podcast. But yeah, cool. so I picked up that stuff, so I'm pretty excited to dig into it. Sounds probably good. tomorrow. I feel like I've so what heard... have you been checking out, my man? Um, Not too terribly much. I will break it down. Degeneration X. Um, oh, so shit. I... I've only been reading two things and watching a couple things. I okay. still haven't watched any of Narco season two. Okay. Past the first episode. I still haven't watched past the first season of Narco, so I need to just probably get on that. But and I also, is Narco's Mexico connected? Uh, like, would I have to watch? No, no, they're separate. They're just Narco's season one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, season one and two are uh, Pablo Escobar. Right. Season three is the Cali Cartel. Uh, Mexico is before Pablo Escobar okay. with a guy named Kiki Camer- Cameron, who's a real, okay. a real, real, real cop. Right. Season two is the aftermath of what happens to season one, obviously. Okay. Um, so you can watch one in season one and two, and three is kind of, three is separate from one and two, so you don't really have to watch season three if you don't want to. Okay. It's like the least good season, but one and two are really great. Okay. And then Mexico is this whole separate thing. Okay. Um, so I haven't watched any of that. I haven't watched any of Altered Carbon. I haven't. I need to start. I was probably going to. I was going to try to watch it today, but now I got to fucking go to bed. I'll probably just watch. I'll probably watch it tomorrow. But yeah, I, I saw that. It, I think it came out like Friday or Saturday or something like that. Yeah, but, like Friday, I think. Um, but yeah, no, I want to start watching that too. So the only thing that I've done. I, I started watching the documentary on Netflix called. Um, this true crime called uh, Gabriel Fernandez, some boy that was like murdered by his parents. I don't think I've heard it's of it. True crime. My girlfriend and I are watching it because she she loves true true crime stuff. It's it's good so far. Six six episodes, I think. Okay. Um, but the only thing I've really been doing, besides buying a ton of toys, tell me. So I went to Charlotte this past weekend. Yes. My girlfriend's from Charlotte. We went to Charlotte, and I was gonna originally go up to Greer to go to this toy store, mm-hmm. but instead we went to Charlotte to see her family. I said, okay, fine. So I'm going to go to a couple comic book shops in Charlotte or one comic book shop in Charlotte. Really cool shop. Didn't ha- had a ton of toys, but nothing that I wanted. Mm-hmm. But my main goal was to go to Ikea. Okay. So I can buy these glass cases that yeah. everyone in the collecting world says there's the best glass cases you can get. They're, they're at cheap. Ikea? Yeah, and they're cheap. Interesting. So I'm like, okay, cool. I've never been to Ikea before. Mm-hmm. So before I go, my girlfriend says, hey, no heads up. When this opened six years ago, it was always slammed, and they had people in the parking lots directing traffic because it was so busy. I go, okay, well, that was six years ago. I'm sure it's a Saturday afternoon, Ikea. It ain't going to be that bad. Fucking wrong. I pull up, and the parking lot is like a Walmart-sized parking lot. Slammed. I'm talking slammed. Not a single space? I mean, I got a spot pretty easily, but I'm talking about it was, like, busy. Damn. And I pull up, I get a parking spot, we're walking through Ikea, and it is, like, shoulder-to-shoulder people. 
I find my cases at the very end of the... the you, have to, you have to walk in, like, around the building that has arrows and shit. Mm-hmm. I give them my two cases. They're called Detolfs. 60 bucks each. I'm, I'm excited to put them together. That was my trip to Charlotte. And then uh, to prepare for my potential... To rebuild my uh, toy collection slash yeah. nerd room, whatever. Um, but the only things I've read, I caught up on the current uh, run of Transformers... Okay. It's eight, six, 17 issues. It's good. It's all Cybertron stuff. It's all prequel stuff. A reboot okay, of the series. Uh, kind of like explaining how this take on how the Decepticons and Autobots kind of became, got to where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it shows that this, actually the Decepticons and the Auto, Autobots are actually political parties. Interesting. Okay. So you you're you're born, you're made, and you you you're, you choose what you shift into, and then okay. So it's the middle. Like the main character is Bumblebee, kind of. Everybody's there, mm-hmm. but the beginning of the, of the series is that a new a new character is just born, and he, he's like trying to figure out where where's my place? Do I become a what's called a a a set a centicon? Centicon. Is the is the political party that becomes the Decepticons. Okay. And there's this big rivalry between Optimus and Megatron, or not Optimus, but it's uh, Orion Pax. Because he, he's okay. not because he hasn't become Optimus Prime yet. Because that's that's a, that's a oh, title. it's still Optimus, but not Optimus. Well, because okay. Optimus Prime, I think historically, is like a is like a position, like a pope. Oh, like okay. so you like you like the president you become. I thought you, it was gonna be um I thought it was gonna be like Transformers three where it's like the Optimus Prime's mentor or whatever who ends up becoming like the bad guy in that movie or some shit. I think you, the fuck the, was that character? The primes are like I think the primes are supposed to be like a, either originally like a race a higher race or you become a prime like elected or whatever you get chosen to be one and you pick a new name or whatever his name is whatever. But it's good so far. I'm enjoying it. I mean. It's on my pull list in my comic book shop, so I'm, I'm happy to read Sentinel it. Sentinel Prime, that's what it was. Right. Yeah, he's he's in this too. He is. He's the current. Oh, he's the current Prime. Okay. And then uh, Megatron and Optimus are uh, senators. Okay. And there's a big rivalry happening. Who's happening. the leader of Decepticons? It's um, Megatron. Or Centicons. It's Megatron, and then Termaxis. Termin. I don't know anyone's names. Yeah. There's so many fucking names in it, I don't fucking know. I know, like, okay. I don't even... And they don't even shift that much. Because yeah. they're on Cybertron. Right. You know, so I don't know any of the names, really. And just cool robots fighting. Okay. And then I started okay. reading, reading Power Rangers again. That's the fine. Boom Power Rangers? Yeah, the Boom stuff. Yeah. Um, it's fine. Yeah. It's good. Not bad. Not great. It's fine. Um, I, I liked... I, st- I was reading Go-Go Power Rangers, and I th- think that's more based on, like, the teenage lives. Okay. I kind of like that more. Um, I didn't know a, they had another series. I thought they just had the the Mighty Morphin Boom series. Okay. Yeah, it's two books. Also, by the way, if you can't tell, I have, I have allergies right now. It's fucking, like, yeah. straight up pollen season. Did you so. read, um, did you start, did you read the uh, the TMNT Power Rangers crossover? I have the three issues that are out. I've been buying, okay. them, buying them every single time, but I haven't read them yet. Because I was watching um, Variant, and he was like, tell me... He was saying some weird fucking shit was happening in that fucking series. I, I have all all the issues that are out. I haven't read them yet. I did read, recently, the TMNT Ghostbusters crossover. Fuck, I forgot they did that from crossover. From a couple years back. I read that. That was really good. Yeah. Um, 
And I'm, I'm reading TMNT as well. I mean, I have it to my pull list. Um, mm. I have a bunch of books on my pull list, obviously. And I just dropped recently, this past uh, Saturday, Friday, Friday. I told my LCF, I was like, hey, drop all the X books. I'm fucking They're tired of them. They're bad. I hate them. Uh, hated them. Damn. And I love X Men. Like it's my favorite yeah. team. I fuck. I was like, I can't do this anymore. They're all bad guys in a bad way. Fuck it. Cancel them all. Damn. And then after this fucking, I was talking to my. This is gonna skip kind of some new stuff to talk about the DC shit real quick. But mm-hmm. I was talking to the comic book shop owner about fucking five G. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, you're a comic book professional. Yeah. Tell me how you feel about five G, and what's happening. Yeah. And he was like. Well, I'm a DC kid, and he's like, no, 40. I'm a DC guy. I think it's stupid. I yeah. think it's terrible. Because, you no, know, Batman will always be Bruce Wayne, Clark will always be Superman, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but for business, it must be even more terrible because if I'm a, fan, a reader who doesn't, who only reads Batman, yeah. and I come into the shop looking to buy Batman, and I open an issue and it's not Bat Bruce Wayne, I'm going to go, well, who is this? Oh, yeah. that's Luke Fox. Okay, well, I'll come back in six months when Batman's back. Yeah. You know, and I wanted to tell him, hey, drop every DC book. But then I, I but then my pull list would only be G.I. Joe, Transformers, TMNT, fucking, you know, a couple yeah. image books. So I did it. I'm going to keep reading DC until, okay. until uh, whatever happens. So. Okay. All right. That's all I've been doing. All right. It's hard to fucking breathe and talk at the same time. Yeah. That was the problem I was having uh, last week during last week's podcast. Cause I don't know, it wasn't allergies, but I was having some sort of like fucked up shit with my nose, and it was like it was making it a fucking struggle. I keep snorting, so I apologize there when listening. It's all right. Um, news. 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 I'm gonna let you. You added this, and I didn't get a chance to watch it. I don't know if you recently added it or you just added it first, but I haven't watched this. Uh, insert coin. Oh, trade yeah, that's yet. that's the first thing I put on there. Okay. Yeah, yeah I have not watched that yet. When you get a chance, uh, news, insert coins, a Midway Games documentary. The trailer's out. I watched it last week. I think it looks really good. Okay. It's a really good trailer. I'm excited to watch this documentary. I don't know when it comes oh. out. I'm not sure who's making it, but I watched the trailer, and it was really, really cool. And I don't even care about Marvel Combat or anything like that. I think it's a really cool documentary, though. Midway's got some good stuff in there. <laughs> Oh, they got some oh crazy stuff too. Oh my god, they did the narc thing from fucking Jontron. All right, fair <laughs> enough. I'm down for it. Um, let's talk about. Let's just just hit the main topic, Zach. All right, let's because it's it's four, it's four o seven p.m. You have to be in bed at four thirty p.m. I mean, I probably won't be in bed at the five, but I see your point. So let's just let's skip. Okay, real quick, let's blaze through the news. Okay. Okay. Um, Bob Iger steps down from Disney. He did. That's Some crazy. New dude's already taking his fucking spot. New dude's in there. I don't know his name. Bob something. I feel like it um, is another Bob. I know that. Or Mark or something. Yeah. Bob Iger was is legendary. He's done a lot for Disney. Did change the company. Been there for uh, a made, lot. Made a lot of money. He's gone. Uh, Snake Eyes, film wraps. Yep. In China, I believe. China. Lead man says it's going to be good. We'll Lead see. Guy says it's going to be good. We'll see. Um, that Monster Hunter poster. I. I uh, it looks cool. I forget uh, that I forgot that it was Mila Jovovich. 
I honestly for, even forgot this movie was going to be fucking made until they said that the poster dropped. I was like, oh, that's right. I forgot that this movie is being made. Well, I forgot that it was her and that it was her husband making it. So yeah. it's going to be as it's good that Resident as Re- Evil duo, it's, man. It's, Resident it's got Evil. Tony Jaa in it, though. I have, like, I'm optimistic. I don't like Tony Jaa. doesn't matter. Um, Jeffrey <sighs> Wright posts Batman comics on Instagram. Yeah. And people are like, oh, man, he's. I love this, by the way. When actors no. are cast in comic book movies, they always I like post... when they read the source material for sure. Well, I'm being sarcastic. But, oh, you uh, don't? No, I like okay. I like when they read source material, but I don't need you to post on social media that oh, you're yeah. reading the source material that people think you get because like, you're still gonna suck. Like, let's be real. I like Jeffrey Wright, but if just because you read fucking Gotham City Central, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, doesn't mean you're gonna be. Doesn't good... mean you're gonna be Gordon, or the yeah. movie's gonna be good. Like, do you yeah. think that? Like, I I would assume that DC sent Margot Robbie like a couple book Harley Quinn graphic novels. I would assume they sent them Batman the Animated Series. Like, you don't think? Do you think that? Okay, first off, do you think that Jared Leto read a bunch of like The Killing Joke? It was like, yeah, I'm gonna draw inspiration. I from think this. he read uh, the fucking All Star Batman. Because that's the fucking Joker yeah. that he looked like. Yeah. Well, and that's also the worst interpretation of Batman ever put on paper. Well, he's a dick. Yeah. So then, um, isn't that the one where he like fucking covers himself in gold to try to feat the fucking Green Lantern? Like that fucking works. All Star Batman is the one where he's a dick to Robin. Yeah. Like the isn't that time. the one where he says like it's that's why your parents fucking died or some shit like that? Something like that. I feel like he said some fuck, fucked up shit to Robin, and then he. Goes up against the Green Lantern and he like paints a whole room yellow because he's like, oh, then you hate the color yellow. And it's like, no, he doesn't hate the color yellow. He hates fear, you dumbass. Yeah. Um, other news, uh, Spielberg is no longer on Indiana. Yeah. Uh, I wish, I honestly wish Harrison Ford wasn't on anymore. Well, honestly, I just wish this movie wasn't being made. But I'm fine. I'm at the point now with Indiana Jones. That I don't care what happens because it's, it's beyond. Okay. I mean, it's beyond indie. Well, I'll say this because it's yeah. it's coming time for me to do my annual rewatch three in a oh, row Back to the of Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. And it makes me always remember that other movies I I used to care about a lot. I don't care about anymore because I still have Back to the Future. Like, did you see that news? Of which Back to the that apparently Tom Holland was in talks to for the Back to the Future uh, reboot. Oh, I didn't see that. That's terrible, though. That's yeah, terrible. It's a terrible idea. He'd be a terrible Marty Bigfoot. Terrible. He'd be a terrible Marty. No one can do it the way that it was done. Yeah. No one can. And it, okay, I'll get to that in a second. But my okay. point is this. Other movies that I thought mattered, Jaws, Godzilla, Godzilla. Indiana Jones, Star Wars, I don't care. Because I have Back to the Future. I only have one movie tattoo. Well, I have two movie tattoos. But I have one movie tattoo of live live action people, and that's Back to the Future. So I don't care anymore what happens to Indiana Jones because I'm over it. Because it's going to suck, and they're going to make another one. I'm, I, I get it. I'll watch it. But, yes, I would like – maybe don't have Harrison Ford in it. Maybe have somebody else. All right. But James Mangold potentially directing it, that's a good choice. Yeah. I don't know if he's ever done funny, though, has he? I don't think he has. I think he's only done, like, serious stuff. I'm trying to open this link. I'm trying to think. There we go. I'm trying to look through his filmography right now. I mean, he did Logan. 
I mean, Ford versus Ferrari, I think I was like, it was serious, but there's some humor in that, I guess. Um, I mean, most of his movies are fucking serious. All right, so. Oh, he did Night and Day. I mean, that's kind of funny. Uh, I really like that. Tom Cruise? Yeah, and uh, fucking Cameron Diaz. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I like Night and Day a lot. I think that's an underrated movie. Hold on, what else are you direct? Um, Three Digits in Yuma, Walk the Line, Kate Leopold, Copland. Not a lot of funny, not a lot of funny stuff in here. It's definitely a wide plethora of. Well, I I am glad this is back to the Back to Futures thing that mm. it's owned by Zemeckis and Bob Gale. Yeah, I like that because they won't let anyone tarnish it. Because it, that's a movie, and I'm sure other people have different opinions on this, obviously, because everyone's opinion on movies is obviously so, you know, personal. But no one can do the job that those two guys did in Marty and Doc. That can't be replaced. Yeah. There's no one in on Earth who can redo that those performances. Even the principal can't be reproduced. Even the mayor can't be reproduced. I mean, you can probably reproduce, like, you know, um, uh, his mom, his girlfriend. Obviously, it don't matter. You, you could definitely do his girlfriend because they're not could, the same person. you could not redo Crispin Glover. Like, no. I know they did redo him in 2 and 3, but his role in 1 was it's, it's, it's so good. Yeah. Um, and the person who did it in 2 and 3 or, just, or in 2 is just redoing Crispin Glover from the first movie. Yeah. So it, it's a movie that you can't touch. Like you could do Star Wars clearly. Now if they said to me like, "Hey, we're gonna reboot A New Hope," I'd be like, oh, "Good luck." <laughs> good, good fucking luck. luck there. Like why? Thought we... you had trouble with Episode Seven. Wait till you fucking actually try to just full on reboot it. Yeah. So I don't know, man. All right. Uh, I I think. Oh, James Gunn shit. What's this? Was it? It's, it's, oh, the... uh, it, it wrapped. Okay. Um, I mean, it was kind of sad because he said that his dog died, and then his dog died two weeks before, and his I think his father died like uh, two weeks before they started even filming. But uh, but yeah, it wrapped. So it's like I don't know, it's kind of sad, but it's like oh, it's cool. Clo- one step closer to his Suicide Squad, which I think is gonna be good. But that goes into some other DC shit though, because I remember in the Jeffrey Wright thing, you were like, oh, there's no way he's gonna be. It's not connecting the same universe. But James Gunn's Suicide Squad, much like Birds of Prey has Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Yeah. So this is a sequel to fucking 2016 Suicide Squad, which is a god-awful movie. Yeah. As much as Birds of Prey is a pseudo-sequel to Suicide Squad. And I don't know why people keep attaching themselves to this fucking piece of shit oh, movie. Oh, you, you mean Harley Quinn? Uh, Col- uh, oh, semi- Colin, Colin Birds of Prey? Yeah. You mean movie makes no money, so let's change it in the first after the first week? Guess what? It still don't make no fucking money because it's a, a bad movie. Because no one cares about Harley Quinn except for fucking Harley Quinn fans, and those those yeah. fans are just vocal. Those fans also those fans are the worst. There's the same They're people the that fucking love Doctor Who and love Supernatural. And they I know love... you like Supernatural, but you're not one of those people. Well, I like Supernatural since I think it's a fun sitcom yeah. or whatever the fuck you know, fun like fucking yeah. Monster of the Week show. I don't have a fucking like you know I'm not a Super Whovian or whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, they're definitely called Hoovians. I don't give a fuck about that shit. Yeah. Um, but Harley Quinn's terrible. The 
don't know. The character sucks. It is what it yeah. is. The character sucks. Bad character. I, I didn't see the movie because it looked like it looked bad. Doesn't look good. Also, there's so many things wrong about that movie of characters, like the characters yeah. that are wrong, and that pisses yeah. me off. That really pisses me off. Well, it's like the, the shit that makes, pisses me off the most is the fact that they have Cassandra Kane in that movie. Yeah. But she's not fucking Batgirl. Why yeah. the fuck are you going to have her in there and not have her be Batgirl? That's so fucking know. stupid. Speaking of DC, and more errors on their part. So this, uh, these are, these are, this is the news topic, the topic of the week. It's the big um, topic. These are just rumors. I actually am super surprised when I fucking read this shit. I can't so believe that this is These are rumors, and deposit. it's not just from one source. A bunch of people on YouTube have the source. Or have I just can't rumor. believe it's even a possibility. So r- run down real quick. I'll explain what's been happening at DC Comics in case you don't know. Last week, Dan DiDio, who's been like the lead guy at DC for a while now, um, was fired. Or they don't know why yet. Hasn't come out and said why. No, no release statement has been said of why he was let go. Um, some sources, from what I was I was reading, ha- have been saying that he was a big proponent of 5G. Some say he was really tough to work with. I don't. It doesn't matter. That doesn't yeah. matter. I don't care about Dan DiDio. What I care about is this. The rumor is, is that AT&T, Time Warner, the owners mm-hmm. of DC Comics, are saying potentially, the rumblings, that a 5G, the fifth generation, uh, does not work, that DC publishing could be closed, and or other people have been saying that they could license characters out to other things such as Marvel. Now, Zach, I'm not sure if you saw that video from Variant Comics about the potential crossover between Marvel and DC, that if you saw that video, I don't think I saw that one. Okay, after this is done, before you go to bed, bed, watch the video, okay. and there it's it's the podcast episode like sixteen or whatever came out this week mm-hmm. or last week, and they're showing different panels from different DC Marvel comics about how they could potentially have a crossover. Okay, like how like and there's a Thor book, and then Thor they're being like, oh, there's you no know, a green god, and there's a the god of the night, and then there's god of like the blue or whatever. Oh, I see it. Okay. All that kind of shit, right? But the Getting idea, ready to merge. Okay. The, the idea is that AT&T could potentially close DC Comics from publishing. Because they, if you think about it, they have years and year, more than enough stories for films. And they make money from films. And if the publishing side isn't making money, then why would we keep wasting money? Zach, what say you? How do you feel about this potential rumor? Obviously, it's not confirmed yet. It's just a rumor, but the fact that it's even a rumor is crazy. I mean, the fact that, yeah, I mean, the fact that it's a possibility is even fucking crazy. And it's just like, the more I thought about it, the more it's like, this is the problem that I have with, like, all these comics consolidating under DC, with, like, DC buying up all these properties. Because if they close DC, they're not just closing DC, because DC owns, like, Image, they own all of uh, the Wild Storm, like all those characters. Like they, it's they not just they, like they don't own Image. They don't own I, Image. Who do they own? Image they own another. Thing. Don't they own another smaller? They, they bought Jim Lee's publishing company, which was um, Wild Storm, right? Wild Storm, yeah, I think so. Grif- Grifter and all that shit, but the Image is yeah. the same thing. Image is separate. Okay, I thought it was like they own Vertigo or something. They own. Else. They own. Yeah, it, they own Vertigo. Okay. But Vertigo closed. Vertigo did close. Yeah, Vertigo closed. So a couple. So, so okay. Quick, quick thing. DC. If DC closes, yeah. Vertigo closed already because because they are making no money, or whatever. But they remade Vertigo into Black Label. Okay. Essentially. 
right? That's why they brought back Constantine again into the main universe. Okay. Or whatever you want to call it, right? Earth One or whatever. Right. But if they close, you ha- now halt the market of comic book shares because the the yeah. market's like sixty percent is going to be Marvel and DC. Yeah. Because Image ain't going. Image is all separate indie books, right? Yeah. So. If Image, one, IDW, Dark Horse, that's like 20% of the market. And if they close half of the major superhero books, because think about it, right? Like, if you're going to a comic book shop and your pool list, it's majority of the people who go there are going to be buying superhero books. Most of them are buying DC. Most of them are buying Batman and Superman and The Flash and Wonder yeah. Woman. Well, Batman's the number one selling comic book yeah, every month. Ever. Uh, yeah, ever. Well, just of the month, every month, it's 100,000 copies or so if you look at sales. But yeah. the idea that – and I get it, business. I understand. If it's making no money and just costing money, you have to stop it. Mm-hmm. But the idea that we're just stopping DC Com- – like stopping it, stop publishing. I, I mean, I, can it be that bad? I mean, the market's dying, yes. The comic industry has been dying steadily over the course of both of our lives. Because yeah. if you think about it and if you look at the numbers – Jim Lee X-Men number one sold a million copies. Yeah. But a comic book now, number one, sells 100,000 copies. Yeah. So clearly from the inception of Image Comics in the 90s to now, there's been a decrease in comic book sales. Right. But what, Zach, as a casual reader now, as someone who just reads every now and then, not not a weekly reader, not a store store reader. So as a casual fan now, what do you want to happen? What do you think? What What would you be happy with? Do you, would you be happy with DC closing publishing? I would not. I mean, even as a casual reader, it's just like even just thinking about it, like outside of like the comic book comic aspect of like in comics every day. Just as a casual person, if you just think about like everything else that happens from like comic from like video games to like movies and TV shows, so like everything like with the DC app and all that shit, and it's less like. The comics feel so much more than just the comics. Like the comics feel like everything else. Like the movies, TV shows, the video game. All of it is just is based around the comics. If you close the DC comics, you're closing avenues for like future expansions of stories. Because I mean, if, if we've known anything from like this past like ten years or whatever that we've been in, like focusing on like TV shows and movies, it's like. When it comes to like superhero stuff and stuff like that, like Hollywood's fucking like bankrupt. Like it has no fucking ideas and it doesn't know what to do. And they pull from comics, and so closing comics closes off these avenues to like tell new and interesting stories. But AT and T would say, "Hey Zach, we have stories since 1920." But I would say, you still you have stories from 1920, but you're still using the same fucking five stories whenever you make a TV show or your fucking we'll go, movie. Oh, hey, you know what? We haven't done Killing Joke live action yet. You did an animated, ser- animated movie, though, and that but, shit did terrible. But they did a Mulan animated and live action Mulan. <sighs> but now people already don't want to watch that because of the fucking, what was it? She supported Hong Kong or some shit like that? Yeah, and there's no, the, there's no, it's like the based on the lore, not the actual cartoon. So people are going to yeah. be like, where's, where's so, the where, Oh, yeah, because I saw some shit where it was like the, the general from the animated movie isn't in the in the movie. The, and like, the where's he interest, at? Yeah. And the dragon's yeah. not there, so... No, but it, yeah. it's it's I mean it's definitely a sign. I assume what's going to happen is that if this does happen, I assume that what they'll do is that they won't close the comics. They'll close printing comics 
and they'll only do online through like yeah. the DCEU because that's probably way cheaper than trying to print out like thousands of comics. Well, I mean, every- they already charge the same price. Yeah. They still I'm charge... sure they're making way more money off of the digital sales than they yeah, are. They, off... they already charge three ninety nine. Yeah. For both for the digital and for the print. So like if you just all of it takes is server servers, they'll, they'll just go mm. digital. I mean, yeah. I never think that they'll close publishing, quote unquote publishing, but I do think yeah. that exactly that they'll stop print. They'll, yeah. they'll have it just be the DC app mm-hmm. or Comixology or something like that. But then at that point, it's like if you're going to close down publishing and you're not going to print physical copies anymore, that basically dooms all comic book stores because that's basically half the revenue that's fucking gone. Well, absolutely. You know, I remember I was seeing this this somewhere else. I forget where. Um, but there, when Walking Dead ended, mm-hmm. a lot of stores lost a ton of money because there were readers who only read Walking Dead. Yeah. The people who just came in every week or every month just to buy their one issue of Walking Dead because it was such a big thing on TV. Yeah. So if you have 50 readers who read only Walking Dead and the book ends, well, you just lost how much money is that? Three ninety nine times fifty. Yeah. You know, a ton of I fucking mean, money every month. That's over a hundred dollars every month at least. Well, I mean it's over a fucking thousands of dollars every month, right? Yeah. So if you lose that's like a fifteen hundred dollar what is that? I'm trying to do math by I don't know why I only see. Fifty times it four, that's two thousand five hundred dollars, right? Yeah. No, that's like two hundred dollars. fifty times four? Yeah. So zero four four dollars times okay so four times whatever that is, is clearly we shouldn't be. Doing I'm sure that. it's more than fifty people that are buying Walking Dead. But I'm, but I'm saying like you know you lose all that money. Yeah. And the next thing you know, I'm sure it was like a thousand two thousand dollars a month that I just instantly lost like that. But then, but then you factor in like like you're saying like if you lose half your if the books are gone. Yeah. I mean shops are already closing as it is. Like, yeah. Cl- shops are already close every like every fucking month. There's like another two shops closing yeah so like what the what what what's marvel gonna do i mean marvel um marvel cannot sustain the comic industry by itself people don't a lot of comic book readers don't like marvel enough to like do that i mean casual people like marvel but well, casual I mean, people aren't buying fucking well, they're just gonna do, just keep rebooting series for number ones like they, they already do that now yeah. and it's not working yeah i don't know I don't know what happened. I don't I kinda, know what happened. I kind of almost want it to just close. You want DC to close? I kind of just want it to close. Because there hasn't been one good thing I've read from DC in years. <sighs> yeah. I'm trying to think. Hold on. I'm trying to think of... Hold on. They fucked with John Constantine and Hellblazer so much. They fucked with the Watchmen a lot. The fuck with Watchmen. I don't care about Watchmen. I'm they trying to think of this other comic book series and whether or not it was under DC or not. It was a Scott Snyder series that wasn't uh, the actual comic book. Hold on. It's probably the a, way. It's probably Image Book or some shit. Probably. I think it was Scott Snyder. Let me see the cover. Damn it. Vertigo. Okay, so it was okay, under DC. Okay, so it was DC book. Okay. So yeah. So. I don't know because there's interesting stuff. I don't want I don't want comic book shops to stop because I was talking to a guy about it when I was at the warehouse. So it's like 
I love comics, but superhero shit is just so tiring to me. But I still want to go read like cool, interesting comics of stuff like, like I fucking picked up like three volumes of like hard true crime shit. Like I, comics are cool and graphic novels are an interesting medium, but I'm just so sick and tired of the fucking Batman Superman shit like every fucking week and like the same stories being told but with like slightly different villains or some shit. Oh like, yeah. Well, that's that's exactly why I go through the cyclical thing about superhero comics where I stop reading for a long time then I come back and I read a bunch and I stop reading for a bunch of times because it's how many times can I reinvent Superman Yeah. before I get bored or tired of the bat? How many times can Batman... Or I've heard, or I've heard the story before. Exactly, you know, and and that's why part of me, honestly, like, the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, fucking shut it down, man. Because all the books that I read are, are from Image anyways. Yeah. And I'll just buy those online. Fuck it. You know, I read, at least the money from there goes right to the comic book creator's hands. That's true. You know, like, I mean, I read Hellblazer, but that's... There's cool. something about the physical media, though, that I still enjoy. I don't know. There's oh, yeah, something... I mean, yeah. There's something about that that keeps holding me back from saying just close it, because I still like having solid books... And pages in my hands. So well, eventually they're all going to close, though. Yeah, eventually they're just not making enough money. Eventually it's going to be just a digital medium, because I mean, if they were smart, what they would be doing is doing the manga shit. Yeah. And just putting out a weekly or monthly, you no know, black and white fucking magazine full of everything. That's what they need comment. to fucking do. They fucking make need to make a compilation magazine that people will fucking yeah. Because I mean that's I mean, what fucking Shonen Jump does. That well, people not, fucking it, buy that shit out. Not, the not even that. That's what fucking Judge Dread does. And you, know, the funny thing, I I just think Japan's better with the comic industry than we are because if you look at that, even though Shonen Jump does their thing. Volumes for stories that are in Shonen Jump still fucking sell like fucking bananas. Okay, this is a stat that I saw in a video. I think it might and it might have been a eye patch wolf video, maybe. Possibly, he just did a recent current state of Shonen Jump. But this was a so. while back, and I, I double checked it. I saw that the stat was correct. That the second highest selling comic book of all time is One Piece. Yeah. Only under Batman. Yeah. I remember I told my girlfriend that stat. She goes, okay, what's what's crazy about that? I go, well, the fact that One Piece has been going on since 1998. Yeah. And Batman has been going on since... Since 1920. 1920. Yeah. And One Piece has however many volumes it has. And that's... That? 60 volumes or some shit like that? It's got to be. 80, maybe? 80? Uh, something oh. like that. That it's you know, destroyed every other comic book in the history of comic books. Yeah. And it's going to get there if you just do another, if he does another five, ten years, he's gonna just ex- number one. He's gonna go time. past it. Yeah. So I mean they're and Judge Dredd and and, and two thousand AD, they do the, the compilation magazine. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a premium price, but you get, you know, same color, coloring, all that kind of shit, but it's in a compilation magazine. That might be the smartest way to go. Maybe. But you, the speculators have to, you know, you can't make you can't have an issue that sells for two thousand dollars because the, it's gonna be a big book and you have to be a, you know whatever, yeah. but that that might be the better way to survive. But I think that's the I think that might be the better way to do it because I mean now that I think about it I mean that's the way that Japan does it is that mo- they mostly have compilation books and then if you want the individual volume trade of whatever you have then you can do that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for just the single issues and stuff, you yeah, you buy the whole magazine, and the magazine has a bunch of shit in it. Because the two, the only two options there are to survive. I also think that's better too, because just me as a comic book creator, 
I'm more interested to try something if I'm if I can already just read a chapter and yeah. like whatever I'm already reading. That opens my horizon up to new things that I haven't read before. Maybe so. Maybe that is the way to go. Well, the only two op, the three options you have, or four, I guess. Yeah. One, stop publishing. That's true. That is not. Two, license your characters out. Three, yeah. what you just said, have, have it. I think show- two is the worst option. But... Well, you know, three have the show and jump style. Yeah. Four would be a it's an old idea that people have where just go trades. Yeah. Do you just release trades? Well that's what um does Saga least release individual issues? I think they yeah. only do trades. Saga's issues. Oh the saga does issues? Yeah, okay. issues. Then I only read them in trades, but yeah. Yeah. But since trades sell that much more, you get more bang for your buck and a lot of fans yeah. read trades because trade sales are are good. The UK you just do four issues, five issues of Batman and that's your one arc. Yeah. Or half an arc. And you just release that every six months or whatever the fuck it is, you know, and you you'll go that way. Um, yeah. So you have more time to work on stuff, and you have, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it, it's it's it'll be interesting to see. I'd be curious to see what they do with who they replace Dan the Dio with, and yeah. how they go about these these rumors because it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I just really don't know what they're. Now I'm thinking about it. It's like, yeah, I kind of just want them to close down the publishing too at this point. I know, I, know. I know right? Because like, I feel like I've I feel bad because it's like I really love going to comic book shops and I like going to meeting those guys and talking with different people. But I don't know. Maybe overall, unless they adapt, the only other option besides shutting down publishing is doing the Shonen Jump method. I think that's the second best option for them. But at this point, I feel like I've already read every Flash story, so I'll just close it down. <sighs> close it down. Close down shop. Maybe. Start making Amer- start make, making American manga. Just let Japanese do American manga because that's why my just, hero did. And they're fucking that shit selling bananas. Just bring if you if if Shonen Jump or Kodansha whoever were able to do a translated fully English translated weekly version and then put it in gas stations in America, I don't know how successful it would be, but I know I'd buy it. I'd buy it. If I could just go to a gas station and buy a Shonen Jump every week, I'd probably buy it. Yeah, absolutely. It'd probably make me want to actually start reading One Piece. It would actually make me buy snacks too and gas. Oh, that's true. It would make me buy snaps and make me buy a bunch of – I already go in gas stations and buy snacks. So Yeah, it's me too. But, Guys, thanks yeah. for listening. It's 434. We're going to wrap this up. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back next week. Zach, uh, it's a podcast. It's the podcast. Real quick, have you, do you use TikTok at all? I am not a TikToker. Oh, man. you got to get TikTok. I'll send you a TikTok. There's a guy who does a bunch of uh, impersonations like of like sportscasters. Okay. Like Colin Coward and all that kind of stuff. But he did a couple on, on, of Chris D'Elia, and it's like <laughs> spot on. It's fucking spot on. Chris D'Elia, so. I, I, I was also been watching. I go through every couple of months where I start backlogging 10-minute podcasts. And yeah, when he pretends to be a sportscaster, those old lines of his. No, no, so no. Good. So this, this this impersonator will impersonate a sport like sportscasters. Okay. But he also did one of Chris D'Elia. Oh, he just impersonated Chris. Yeah, D'Elia. he's like a part. Okay. He'll do like no Dan Patrick, these other famous sports commentators. But then he yeah. did one of Chris D'Elia, and it's like spot on. So okay. hey, thanks guys for listening. License of you. We'll see you back next week. See you guys.